Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. I, uh, I have a joke for you. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. A uh, couple of weeks ago, I was sitting with a group of friends at a dinner <clears throat> and I announced to everybody at that table that I am invincible from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Within three days, I had COVID. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, you weren't just saying it there. You said it like for days in the lead up to that. Right? You were asking for it. Invincible. You're a joke, Dan. You are this week's joke. I like it. <laughs> all right. All right, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are the two, two drunk, drunk accountants. accountants. Drinking non-alcoholic beverages. Slash water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are the two drunk accountants. We are back. We are sorry we missed you last week. If you can hear my voice, is, is still a little nasally. It's husky, Dan. It's husky. Like it. um, a bit more manly, I think. Mm. Um, more so than usual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Except for that little high pitched. I did that on purpose. Um <laughs> All right, so let's let's get down to it, Tim. Uh, what, what is the Tim? Is the Tim and Dan-lo. Uh Tim, I had COVID. I still have COVID. I'm actually still <laughs> testing positive. Stop testing, stuffers. <laughs> You're wasting rats. I'm not using them for anything else. <laughs> Other than it's an experiment. COVID, I want to yeah, know how long I test positive for. Uh, I think today's my last day because it was a little, it was a little like it, it took time to get there. So <laughs> it's interesting, but let's go through it. We went to a friend's wedding, uh, um, not last weekend, but the weekend before, which I think we spoke about on the podcast potentially that we're going to Byron yep. and uh, all those 5G hating vaccine resistant <laughs> hippies uh, gave me and a bunch of other people COVID. Well, hold on. Hold on a second. I'm pretty sure you got COVID at the wedding. I don't think it was, you know, one of those people you were just talking about, which happens to be a friend of ours as well, who is a 5G hating, uh, probably anti-vaccine hmm. person who lives in Byron Bay. <laughs> yeah, no, they all gave us COVID. <coughs> COVID. I, I think somebody uh, got COVID in Byron and then brought it to the wedding. You th- that's your theory. Yeah, it? where else would it have come? Like, uh, people had been there for days before we were there, Tim. Mm. They would have been sick already. We've picked it up in Byron, is what's happened. Well, you know, it's interesting, Dan, because you were talking, like, and it was a joke. It was a good joke. Mm. Uh, you were telling people you were invincible. Mm. Because Byron. I thought I was. It turns and out I am a mere mortal. As it turned out, uh, you know, I think people who are invincible to COVID need to be less proud of that mm. because it's probably more of a comment on their like social lives mm. than anything because I, it's know. like you've got to get out and about and like suck on other people's spoons accidentally to like get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't suck on anyone's spoon to I be clear. Did. It was a pretty, hey, there was, it was a dinner party. It, it wasn't. Been. I, I, and I've been out and about. I'm not, I haven't been a recluse, Tim, over the last six months, you know, <laughs> there was a period. Sure. <laughs> Where I, I spent. I'm glad you found reacting <laughs> to my like. I spent. Fired. I spent plenty of time uh, away uh, by myself in a room, but that's not a recluse. 
That's not being antisocial. Yeah. It's like anyone who's like, I'm invincible to COVID. I haven't got it yet. No. It's like, you just haven't gotten out enough yet. That's been, what it is. I'd been going out a fair bit. Not going out, but like, you know, going <laughs> out with people, going to events and things over the past few months. And yeah. I just hadn't got it. And I was sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm invincible. There's there's no other way. Everyone I know around me has been getting it. All of my family members have been getting yeah. it. And I'd been going to the same events, doing the same things, and yet nothing. It's strange how it strikes, though. So, yeah. every, so most of the people who got COVID at the wedding mm. hadn't had it before. Yep. Um, and so, for example, I had COVID back at the start of April, mm. and my wife, who was heavily pregnant, mm. um, got COVID at the wedding, which she is did. awesome. Yeah. Um, I think she and, gave it to you know, she's all <laughs> She's all good, thankfully. Mm. She was a bit crook, still is a little bit, but mm. she's all good. Baby's fine. Mm. Um, but I didn't get it again. Mm. I was living with her. She was practically <laughs> coughing on me. Mm. As she got tested for COVID mm. uh, with a rat. So, I just didn't get it, which is pretty cool. So, who's invincible now, Dan? Who yeah, well, you've already had now? COVID, so not you, <laughs> to be clear. You got it well before I did. Um, so, I, um, yeah, and and, uh, and it is interesting as well about like the, the way, like how hard it strikes on some people and others, because there was a bunch yeah. of people that got it at the wedding. And a few of them barely had any symptoms. Like a, a friend, a good, good listener of the podcast, um, Homer Abat, mm. he he got COVID. Yeah, but later as it, well. But he reckons he'd been feeling a little sick for a few days, had to been testing negative all last week, played wow. footy on the weekend. Wow. And then only when he noticed a weird taste in his mouth on Monday, tested again and then was confirmed. Wow. So it was like, yeah. Well into my journey of having COVID, he finally tested positive, but really wasn't that sick. He didn't have any symptoms. Yeah. Whereas mm. me, and I know Jade was a bit crook as well, but but I was like knocked out onto my back. Like I was so sick for like six yeah. days. Um, yeah. And like, I'm still not yeah. well. Like I'm, you can hear it in my voice. I'm still a little yeah. off, but but I'm luckily I'm, I'm feeling heaps better. But yeah, it and, affects everyone so differently. Yeah. It, oh, the tiredness is the worst thing. Mm. just so exhausted I was mm. yeah it's and it's strange so you haven't had any chest pains you haven't had any weird flavours or no. smells no, no no weird flavours or smells so I didn't get any of those symptoms no chest pain tightness um, of breath definitely shortness of breath shortness of breath yeah um, I still have that a little bit mm. like if I go for a walk or do something yeah a little bit of activity I get puffed out yeah. Really quickly. Yeah. Which is sort of probably part of the fatigue. Which I is guess. probably part of the fatigue, I think, yeah. Um, but it's is, probably no worse than a bad flu. It right? was a bad flu. It was, it was a, a bad, bad I've, flu. I've had many flus in my lifetime, many bad mm. flus in my lifetime, and it, it equaled probably the worst flu I've had in my lifetime. There you go. Yeah. Um, there was no risk of me having to like go to hospital or anything like that, but yeah. I just yeah. felt like absolute shit. The fevers are bad. Yeah, so, yeah the aches, like, the bodies, the fevers. The fevers. That's no good. Anyway, so this is just a, a PSA, public service announcement. Um, <laughs> COVID's no good, guys. Try and avoid it if you can. Don't go so to COVID do what, parties. Do, do what Dan did. Just, mm. uh, yeah, just be, stay in your house. Just be a recluse. Be a recluse. 
<laughs> for as long as possible. Until you have to go to a wedding. Yeah. By a mate. Until you're the MC at the wedding and share microphones <laughs> with half the people. That's that's definitely <laughs> it. That's what happened. You got it from the microphone. It was the celebrant. Yep. The celebrant gave it to you. The that's celebrant or the videographer gave me COVID. <laughs> they put it on the mic and then they handed it to me. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I knew it. I knew it. Um, I have a very quick Tim Dan Low. Yeah. Um, we are in finals for my AFL team. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the real AFL. No. Um, until maybe next week when we get the Foz on. Yeah. For our uh, annual. Too Drunk Footy. Too Drunk Footy Pre, podcast. Pre-finals Too Drunk Footy pod. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we won a final. We came fifth. We beat fourth. And now we're playing second or third. I can't remember what spot this team finished. Mm. Um, we're playing second or third now this weekend. In a big local derby, it's Bado Bay versus Terrigal. This is mate. This is a big game. I wish I was. Uh, I wish I was down there to come to come mm. have a watch. Yeah, so it's gonna be good. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Fingers well, um, crossed. The two drunk accountants community, Tim, is wishing you luck um, from afar. From afar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh- <coughs> You're going to have to put up with a lot of that on the podcast this week, everybody. Um, let's, uh, let's move on then, Tim. Business update. Business update sponsored by Cats. Yeah, we have a contribution today for the business update. Yep. This is uh, for anyone watching. A little oh, newspaper clipping. Warren and Kerry strike again. Yeah. <laughs> Warren and Kerry strike again. Yes. Uh, this was left in my mailbox a few days ago, mm. and I must admit, Mum, if you're listening, which you probably will in a few weeks, um, uh, I, it did take me a few days to get this, but the snails didn't eat it, so <laughs> you'll be happy to hear. Uh, this is interesting, Dan. Mm. Uh, you, I, don't, I hadn't heard of this. I'm mm-hmm. guessing you might not have heard of it either. Oh, I'm very it wise. Does, it does affect people who invest in property, mm-hmm. specifically... If you've invested in a property in Queensland, mm, okay. this is literally going to blow your mind. Okay? okay. I'm looking forward to it. So, Queensland have passed through policy that means they can charge land tax on an investment property anywhere in Australia. So, if you own an investment property in Queensland, then they will charge you land tax on your other investment properties in every other state of Australia. Wait, so do you have to be a Queensland resident in order for them to charge property tax in the nope. f- for your other properties? So if you live in New South Wales and you just happen to own a property in yep. Queensland, they'll charge you tax on all of your other properties too. Correct. Even though I'm a New South Wales resident. Yeah, some good things in this article. So um, That seems crazy. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, hey? So... From 30 June 2023, when we calculate land tax, we will use the total value of your Australian land. This includes your taxable land in Queensland and your relevant interstate land. Um, and what about this? Uh, there's a list of excluded land, which is not investment property, including the principal place of residence. So it's obviously not on your house, mm-hmm. which is generally the case for land tax. Um, but the government says they're actually not taxing land in other states. They're just using their value to recalculate the land tax owed in Queensland, which is <laughs> described in this article as brilliant weasel words along the lines of, we are not hitting you in the head with a plank. It is simply something that looks and feels like a plank. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. here's, some, here's some scenarios. 
Um, so there's an individual who currently owns one property in Queensland with a taxable value of $745,000. That's the land value. Mm-hmm. And one property in New South Wales with a statutory value of $1 million. Under the current arrangement, the individual will pay $1,950 in land tax this financial year in Queensland for the Queensland property. Now, if this was the case in the 2024 financial year using the new system, the same individual will pay $7,169 in land tax. I mean, I suppose you've got to pay for the Olympics somehow. (laughs) 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 Apparently, it's a land tax. It's crazy. And so, this is going to have massive ramifications if if it stays this way. Hmm. So... uh, it sounds like it's going to happen. And I mm. guess um, there is some talk in the article about why mm. why there hasn't been more um, conjecture about this. And I think it was because most key players um, who are like industry spokespeople, um, media, probably thought it would just be laughed off uh, as it was going to be passed through parliament. But it hasn't been. <laughs> so, so um, cool. So a few comments on this one. Yeah. Um, for all those property investment groups uh, who were sprouting their Queensland needs to be invested in area, that's looking mm. like a a bad thing right now. Uh, second thing, for mm. all of those who love negative gearing, guess what? Your property might be, be negatively geared soon. <laughs> you're going to be so negatively geared now. Jeez, you're going to save some tax. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to save so much tax. It's thing. so good. <laughs> you're loving this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's, I don't know, it's its strange. Now, imagine, Dan, mm. Queensland's done this. Yeah. Uh, and imagine if, that goes through and it If it gets passed and doesn't change, then every other state will do the same thing. Right. Mm. So, if you own mm. several investment properties, you mm. will now pay double tax because that's the thing. I probably didn't make this clear enough in mm. my explanation. In Queensland, you're paying land tax on all properties in Queensland and all properties everywhere else now from mm. 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, you will still pay land tax in the relevant states that you own those other properties in. So in New South Wales, that $1 million property, in that example before, mm. you could still be paying land tax on that as well. I mean, as as someone who hates a lot of property bros, um, I like people. I like people that invest in property. I like people who do it in the right way. We've been on a couple of great property podcasts. I like those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but as someone who hates everyone else, um, I think this is funny. As as somebody though with logic and common sense, I can't see this happening. I can't Surely see this not. passing. This this isn't. Um, that's Imagine. not. That's just completely ridiculous. You're just ripping people off at that point. It's going to send people broke. Yeah, you can't and do that. And uh, you would see. Uh, landslide of people selling their investments in Queensland. Do you reckon there'd be could, like a, a property franking credit tax? Like that there'll be like a- Like an offset? An offset against well, your other what, land in tax? In the article, it's, mm. it says that they're not provisioning for an offset based on tax paid in other states. So it is literally a double tax. So they're getting the first mover um, benefit, I guess. Whereas every but other state if, would there be an uproar. New South Wales and every other state um, brought in the same rule, you're going to be paying tax like seven times over, mm. eight times over, depending on where you've invested. Yeah. So that I just mean, seems. If you own eight properties. <clears throat> that does, I, I've been an advocate for a while in, in changing the tax concessions around property. Um, 
and I was just joking before I said I hate everyone else. That's just it's just yeah, my own annoyance. Of course. Um, but I can't see that being a proper solution. Surely not. Mm, yeah. So we'll see. Mm. We'll see if that what actually comes into play. But that's a really interesting one. Great mm. contribution from my mum. Great one. You've, you've, you've prompted conversation, Kerry. <laughs> you know, where <laughs> there's lots happening here. This is great. Uh, let's move on then, Tim. Also, mum, if you're listening, I found your Tupperware. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Kerry, Tupperware's found. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on, Tim, to the tight ass tip. You got that tight ass tip. You got that tight ass tip. <laughs> I like it. All right. Um, this is a good one, Dan, mm. <clears throat> because I mentioned before my wife is pregnant. She is pregnant. Yeah. And she's what? She's having a baby. Wow. Didn't you not know? Yeah. Boy or a, a girl? Yeah, have you announced that? It's a boy. Wow. Yeah. What are you naming it? Have a guess. Trent. No. Oh, okay. No, you, you are not allowed any more guesses. Yeah, that okay. is it. All right. Um, so, Tyler's tip this week mm. is have your baby in a public hospital because <laughs> it's free. <laughs> Practically, I think it still costs money. I'm almost but certain that your tip at some point was have your baby in private hospital. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure about that, Dan. All I know is we went to the obstetrician this morning, yeah. and I'm now three thousand dollars poorer. Yes, so. yes. Babies are expensive. No, it's great. I'm not complaining. It is a great service, and mm. I'm really happy with the choice we've mm. made. But damn, it's expensive. Mm. It's so much cheaper if you go through public. Did you get um, your fizzy water from the fridge though, or? Oh yeah, Jed and I. Yeah, you mate, took, took five of them. <laughs> we both got one. <laughs> I should have grabbed another one on the way out. You should have. Um, we're definitely getting the most of that fizzy water, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's it's not cheap, and yeah, so really, you can just shorten this to um, free healthcare. Make the most of it. I be love crazy not to, wouldn't you? Universal healthcare. <laughs> 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 but um, like, I guess, you know, there's pros and cons because, mm. um, you know, I think on average, this is because we went and visited the private facilities and you, they say on average people stay for five to six nights, which is a nightmare in the eyes of some people because mm. you're in hospital five, six nights. Mm. But also for others, it's great because you're learning how to like breastfeed and like mm. deal with a baby and all this kind of stuff. So they each their own, but so much cheaper through public. Mm. Yep, there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. Um, you can even have your baby at home. I saw it on Instagram. Someone about to have a home baby. I wouldn't want that. Think, things but, go wrong. Get me close to the medical equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no gas at home, I would assume. Unless, mm. oh, you probably could get some. You could probably get a script or something. I don't know. Would they bring the epidurals to me at home? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I'd want. <laughs> <laughs> you would definitely. Yeah. You would definitely get an epidural. Inject me with everything you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Anyway, that's this week's tight ass tip. I like it. That's a good one. That's good. Nice. Um, I, I do have another tight ass tip. Oh, a, a Dan's dollar savers, if you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Tim, I just want you to pause right now. Up. Up. There we go. 
<laughs> if you're watching the video, you'll see what I'm talking about. If not, this dollar saver is all about how to get your hands on a free stubby cooler. <laughs> you don't want them to have to be paying for stubby coolers out in the world. We've had some feedback from people who have received these stubby coolers and they are very happy with them. They commented on how luxurious yeah. and expensive looking if, if I can feeling they are. If I can bring up the, um, the message that we received here. Uh, and this is just um, great feedback from, from Nathan. Shout out, Nathan. As a fellow accountant, I am impressed. 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 Yeah. With how cheap the stubby holder is. <laughs> uh, so good. Well, so good. Look, Nathan was impressed. That's, yeah. that's all I have. <laughs> well, it okay. could be even cheaper because you don't have to pay for it if... You c- if you're going to ZeroCon, mm. no, we've already got this other one going along where you're going to be able to send us through your email address and we'll send you a stubby cooler, but we're also going to run a competition at ZeroCon next week. Mm. Uh, and we're not going to tell you what it is just yet. You have to follow us on social media, follow us on Instagram to find out how at ZeroCon you can win a stubby cooler because we're going to be having some on us. And if you do a certain mm. thing, then you will get one. Yeah, so we're running a giveaway. Mm. Looking forward to it. We're going to be walking around with a box of stubby holders. That's right. You get a stubby holder. You get a stubby holder. You get a stubby holder. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, maybe they were cost effective, but they fold flat, which makes shipping cheap. Very cost effective. No, they're good. They're good stuff. They're really good. Look how Mm. tight that is on my can. So Listen. tight on your can. That's what you want with a stubby cooler. You want it to be yeah. super tight on your can. And they stretch. You know yeah. stubby holders are going to stretch. It's like a pair of jeans or shorts. You yeah. don't allow for that stretch. Well, they're like they're literally like a wetsuit. They stretch. Yeah, true. They, they're going to stretch. Yeah. So you want it to start really tight. Yeah. Right? You should you All should right. you should think about the um, stubby cooler as just like a little springer wetsuit for your can. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Keeping the cold inside <laughs> yeah. rather than outside. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to our main topic today, Tim. Which is, uh, it's a little bit of a mixed bag today. We're going to be talking yeah. about, um, you know, the importance of networking. Yeah. And we're going to overlay this in the context of ZeroCon. Yeah. So, we wanted to do a little preview of ZeroCon. Mm. And for some people, that's actually quite irrelevant because they're not accountants no. or zero nerds. No. So... Um, so if that's you, we want to give you something as well, which mm. is interesting. And that is the importance of networking. Because yeah. let's be honest, <coughs> that's really at the heart of it what ZeroCon is. Mm. It's a networking event that goes for two days. Yep. Um, a lot of business people will attend networking events and I'm one of them. I've begrudged them in the past. Yeah, because I have. It's out of your comfort zone a bit. You got to go and talk to strangers and... Tell them about what you do, find out what they do, and it just feels like a bit of a, a gimmick or a salesy type thing. Mm, I but agree. I think um, the true importance of networking in today's modern age is to not sell things to people. It's to find like-minded peers in your industry or in business as well. I think that's the true key. Yeah, I think... You really know the people when you're at these events who are trying to sell at you. And I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I have a real problem with people selling at me. If, if yeah. you're coming in all guns blazing, 
with a sales pitch and it's the first thing I hear, I am immediately switching off. I'll be like, great, see you later. Um, Mm. But what you really want to do is is you want to start sowing seeds for long-term things here. Yeah. This person might not be the right type of client for you that you're speaking to, but they might know someone who is. And once they get to know you and trust you, they're going to refer you somebody. It's not all about creating a sale right then and there. It's just about building a relationship with somebody else. And I think that's where people go wrong Mm. with networking. They do approach it as an opportunity to hand out 100 business cards Mm. or an opportunity to try and position a service or product Mm. to someone. And that is skipping a step because we've all heard about the funnel, right? The sales funnel Mm. where... Um, before someone's willing to buy from you, they need to first be aware of what you are mm. and what your product or service does and then um, understand the value for them before they actually start to become interested in buying that product or service. And that's what networking is. It's just, it's just introducing people into your funnel. It's just giving them a concept. Ah, oh, that's Tim and Dan. Hmm. They're accountants. How oh, they have this weird podcast called the two drunk accountants yeah Jeez, exactly that's interesting yeah and they might never think of you ever again and that's okay mm. until the time comes when they see your sign or um see a, a social media post or come across your website somehow so yeah yeah i think that is the uh the true value of networking for a yeah. business owner and and the other thing as well is is you know um Yes, you're hoping for them to refer you to people they know or, or, or them themselves become a client of yours, but you also don't know what you're going to be able to get from them in terms of mm. other things. You know, you, you might be able to glean a, an, an awesome bit of information or advice from them um, during that conversation or just learn something about another person. So mm. if you really approach it with that, with those things that we've spoken about where it's like, hey, I just want to get to know who you are and what you do. I'm genuinely interested in you as a person. Yep. And hey, here's, here's some of the cool things I do. Yeah. Then that is a much better thing than, hey, here's what I do and the costs. Are you interested? Yeah. Do you want to buy this? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, we'll go to the next person then. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. <laughs> it's not that. It's just being open-minded mm. to learning about other people and other businesses and in potentially your area or your industry. Um. Yeah, and maybe as accountants, Tim, we've begun, we've become good at networking because starting a conversation with "Hi, I'm an accountant" um, <laughs> tends to end the conversation. Uh, yeah, it is a bit of a conversation killer. Or, 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 or they go, "Oh, you're an accountant? Yeah, I've got a, I've got an accountant." <laughs> they mean, oh, I have an accountant. <laughs> Isn't that rude? How many times that have you had terrible. that in a conversation? Oh, I'm an accountant. Yeah, I have an accountant. It's like, okay, great. If you're listening to I this and you attend networking events, mm. you've got to know it's a two-way street. Like mm. if you're feeling nervous about networking, mm. so is everyone else in the room. Mm. Um, even though they might not look that way, they're definitely nervous about talking to strangers and we should all be on our best behavior and open to just learning about each other. Not yeah. saying things like, I already got one of those or yeah. just, like things that you wouldn't say to a friend or a family member, mm. basically. But yeah, um, yeah. I think I think networking would be so much better if everyone was just open-minded mm. and willing to just try and make relationships with one another. So, what are your tips then, Tim? And we're just kind of 
we haven't spoken about this. I'm, I'm, ge- I'm genuinely interested in you right now, Tim, um, <laughs> which is like a first. Um, what, <laughs> what are your strategies when you're in a room with people and you need to approach someone or join a conversation or what is it that you do to, to start a conversation that doesn't immediately feel salesy or, or end it? Mm, good question. Mm. I guess I just take an interest in the other person. Mm. So I just want to find out who they are, mm. where they're from, whether that be their business or literally just where they live mm. and what they do with their life. Mm. Um, I just try to take an interest in the other person. Um, I do find it hard if people are standing you know, in a group talking to, to interject and, mm. and, and try and steer a conversation in a certain way. So I don't try mm. and do that. I just literally, if people are near me and they're not talking to someone, I'll try and make eye contact and say hello. Mm. It's about as simple as that and just see where the conversation goes. If it's a short conversation, that's fine. Mm. If it's if we end up speaking for 20 minutes, that's also fine. I know there's books that will tell you you shouldn't speak in a networking event to anyone for longer than three minutes because you should be working the room and making more conversations happen. But I, I, I definitely don't take that approach. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm exactly the same. I, I'm not someone who want, needs to get to every single person in the room, although that's like a scattergun. You know, you, you might get something from a bunch of people, but I'd rather form three good connections than 20 yes. shallow connections. Um, Quality over quantity. Yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's, that's definitely one. the way I, I approach it. And mm. if you're nervous about approaching people, like literally, as Tim said, you just sort of saddle up to them. And you say, hey, I'm Dan. What do you do? Be curious. Ask them the question. What do you do? Tip one, be curious. Be Um, curious about them. Don't make it all about you. Quality over quantity. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to speak to everyone. It's okay. Mm. Um, And I think tip three is if you have enjoyed the conversation, then um, get their contact details and um, text them or email them or connect on LinkedIn so that- yeah. If you do think of them in a month, you've got a way to communicate with them. And likely, and hopefully, and this is what is best about networking, it's give us gain. So mm. you might have something for them. You might mm. say, hey, um, I remembered you because we met and I needed a website built. Mm. So why don't I speak to you about it? Yeah. Um, and and there's multiple ways that you can get people's details these days. It doesn't have to be a traditional business card. If you don't have business cards or if you forgot to bring them, there's also that you can, you can get the QR code on your LinkedIn and you just show them and they scan it. And then suddenly they're your friend. Um, You can just get their email, shoot them a text, shoot them an email right there in front of you. Hey, what's your email address? You type it in. Hey, this is my email. Shoot it. Done. Yeah. It's not that difficult. You don't need to worry. Definitely. About all that kind of stuff. There's no right or wrong. That's the beauty of it. Uh, well, there is wrong, actually, which yeah. is just generally... Which is talk about yourself only yeah, and, and what you yourself. do. And mm. <laughs> and then uh, only speak to them for two minutes at a time before moving on to the next person. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't do exactly. that. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. That scattergun approach, like you said. That's yeah. not the too drunk approach to networking. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it is definitely not. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, maybe that's us. And actually, and look, okay, final tip. Be yourself. So if if that is you, <coughs> do it. Mm. That's you. So go do that. Be yourself. Yeah, and that is a good tip actually because you know we've been to many networking functions. We've been to ma- many things. Um, just being around, you have to speak to people. You have to you have to meet with them. But 
the ones who end up being the best relationships that I've got have been the ones where I'm just chatting as me. I'm not the That's accountant. Yeah. I'm not doing any of these things. I'm just like, hey, I'm Dan. This is what I'm about. Um, this is who I am. You know, I, I've been to, to several networking functions where there's been heaps of other accountants there. Mm. And we're chalk and cheese, different people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and yeah, you will attract some people in the room for your style and they will attract some people in the room for their style. Yeah. And that's just, that's how it should Not be. You, you don't want to work with people who, you know, don't want to work with the type of person that you are. So be yourself. Definitely. That's tip four. Be yourself. I like it. There's some good networking tips from accountants. Thought. We normally like, shouldn't we be standing in the corner of a room with like a drink and. Hissing, hissing at people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the other thing is just wear shorts. I think it's great. Wear we shorts. always wear shorts. <laughs> Are you wearing shorts to ZeroCon? <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna have to, Dan. I bought a new pair of shorts in Byron Bay, so uh, I'm gonna nice. run those. Let's yeah. do it. I'll take pants for the nighttime events, but I might wear shorts during the day. <laughs> so you're gonna reverse it. Yeah. You're gonna wear shorts. Yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm all about that. Mm. Yep. Now let's talk about ZeroCon because yes. what ZeroCon is is essentially a big community event for accountants and bookkeepers. Yes. Um, people who use Zero and the associated softwares of Zero. Yep. So we will be, we've spoken about it a lot because we're excited to be out and, and, and the main thing we're excited about is just to be amongst other people in the industry again. We've, yeah. we've missed it for, for years. Um, we've been stuck inside and, and working in our own little hovels um, and being a recluse <laughs> in a room like me. And not getting yeah. COVID, but yeah, exactly. But not this time. Um, we're going to be back amongst <laughs> people and networking again. And there's going to be software providers, things that we can learn, and we're there as media, the two drunk accountants. Um, mm. Which means we'll be speaking to lots of people. We're hoping um, all these vendors. Which means we've got to use these strategies, Tim. Yeah, there's going to be stacks of people we're going to have to walk up to and be like, "Hey, I'm Dan. Who what do you, you do? And can you what say you it do? into this microphone?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <clears throat> in the um, in 2019, we attended ZeroCon. That was our first ZeroCon, mm. and it was just unreal. It was in mm. Brisbane. There was a half pipe mm. with professional skaters. Mm-hmm. There was a DJ on a platform, like I'm talking a tower yeah. in the middle <clears throat> of this exhibition center. Mm. Uh, there was a lolly shop with free lollies. There was a pop up barber shop and nail salon. That was good. There was, what else? Oh, and, and skateboard art. You could make your own skateboard. Yeah. Really yeah. cool. It, it was all really cool. And that's just the, the gimmicks. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, there was actually, really good keynote speakers. There was breakouts mm. with all these different interesting people. Um, mm. And we just got to meet so many great people or catch up with people we haven't been able to see from the industry in a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, we're assuming this year will be the same. We're excited for it. We've already Can't lined wait. up a few interviews. Uh, so, a few people that we're looking to chat to while we're there. Friends of the podcast, Heather Smith. Yeah, Heather. Heather's going to be there. So, we're going to definitely line up a chat with her. She's been to the ZeroCons around the world this year. Well. So, yeah. this, is the, this is the last ZeroCon, I believe. Mm. Um, unless there's one in New Zealand. I can't, can't remember. I don't think so. Um, so, there's been one in London and New Orleans yep. before this. 
So, yeah, there's been to all of them, which is really cool. So, we're going to chat to Heather. We're going to chat to Alexi Boyd, CEO of Cosboa. She's had an interesting mm-hmm. week there at the uh, Jobs and Skills Summit. So, it'll be great to, to hear about that and, and to hear about, uh, hear about that. what the outcomes of that have been and, and what they're doing for, for you, small business listener out there. That is the Council of Small Businesses mm-hmm. of Australia, Cosboa. Yeah, so uh, they're two that we're that definitely going to speak to. Uh, we've also got a bunch of people from Zero lined up. Yeah, the um, so the new MD. So yeah. um, new Trent. If you're a long, we call long-time him. listener of the show, you know Trent Innes <laughs> yeah. came on the podcast many times. Yeah, and uh, his replacement is now going to be joining us at ZeroCon. So yeah. hopefully this is the start of many appearances for him mm-hmm. on the podcast. Exactly, forward. exactly. But we've got a other few very interesting guests from Zero joining the podcast uh, to come on and talk to us about all sorts of interesting things, not just Zero, but but topics that will be very helpful to everybody out there. Uh, and then we're just going to get a stack of everyone else. We're going to go speak to the mm-hmm. most interesting vendors, new vendors we've never heard from before, old classics, which we love and get some updates from them. Uh, it's going to be an exciting, exciting few days. So if you don't follow us on social media, make sure you do because there's going to be a lot going on. Yeah, we're going to be um, sharing a lot of uh, the energy from ZeroCon mm. over the next few. Uh, I next like to week, think so. we bring the energy. Oof, maybe, yeah. maybe Dan. Actually, that's one of the things I'm interested to know because when we first went to ZeroCon in 2019, we'd been the podcast had been around for what, like a year? Yeah, about a year. Three years later, we're still going. Yeah. And I'm interested to know if more people recognize Two Drunk Accountant brand um, or even just us. And they're like, hey, it's the Two Drunk Accountants. I'm interested to see if that happens. What's up, my man? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Who knows? I think the first time seemed like there was a lot because we didn't expect anyone to know who yeah, we definitely. were. Yeah, definitely. Of course. And yeah. so we walked in and a few people were like, oh, I love the podcast. And we're like, that's crazy. You listen. Yeah. What? So you this time I'm expecting at least like two people to approach. Yeah. And so if, if that doesn't happen, then I'll be like, oh, I guess we're less relevant. I guess we can't. <laughs> and we should fold the podcast. <laughs> so this next week's a big week, <laughs> listeners. Please give us confidence. No, but make sure you're following us on social media. If you are going to ZeroCon, make sure you find us. Because as I said, we have a few little competitions that are going to be running uh, for some merch. We've got new shirts um, that we're going to mm. have there as well. Uh, we're actually mm. both wearing the old shirts Yeah, right now. Stubby holders. Stubby holders. Um, you know, your accountability buddies or if it ain't, if it ain't debit, it be credit t-shirts. Yeah. We're also, you know, we could potentially write you a handwritten note if you want, if that floats your boat. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to do that. For we've, we've added little with com slips in all the merch we've sent so far. And on every one I've written the exact same thing and no one's mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to see how long it takes for someone to be like, why are you writing that? That's great. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Keep doing it. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, is there anything else at ZeroCon, Tim, that you, you want to you wanna well, line up? At this one in particular, we've got Goodsy is speaking. Yeah, Adam that'll Goods. be good, actually. Really keen for that. Yeah. Um, Matt O'Kine is the, uh, is, the, is the host over the yep. two days. Um, there's A couple of other really up. great keynote speakers as well. Yeah. I was, it's on my computer here. I was looking up. I'm just going to minimize this and go to the agenda. Really looking forward to this one, which was, I think her name's Kemi. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I'm looking forward to that one as well, actually. That's on day one. Um, it's about, uh, oh, where is it? It's in the morning 
I believe. Yeah, Kemi Kemi Nackville. Nack- yep, there you go. Ten I looked up her website, and she's got some really interesting stuff about um, women not having to apologize um, and nice. um, ha- having strong leadership and um, entrepreneurial spirit. So how you can be a woman and do all of those things and not apologize for it, which is pretty cool. You know what I'm interested for, Tim, is that at 9.15 on day two and at 10 o'clock on day two, there are two surprise guests. It's Kanye. I think it's Kanye. It's Kanye. It's got to be Kanye. Who else would it be? Throw your diamonds in the sky. (laughs) If you feel... Uh, yes. It's definitely Kanye. That's awesome. I think it's Kanye. That's how, hashtag Kanye ZeroCon 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be so good. Imagine if it actually was Kanye. Mm. It would be funny if it was. It's not Kanye. It's not Kanye. No, it's Kanye. Let's, should we spread rumor to everybody while we're there that, yes. hey, guys, hear Kanye's here tomorrow? Did you hear the special guest tomorrow? It's, it's Kanye. Kanye it's Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> guys, Kanye, not, I'm not, like, I know this for sure. It's Kanye. It would be a super Kanye thing to do, though, I feel. Yeah. To like, turn up to, like, a, an accounting conference in Australia. Yeah, it would be. Or, like, yeah, um, announce his, like, presidential campaign. <laughs> that would be a weird Kanye thing to do. Uh, a few other things that we're going to be doing. Uh, we'll be attending the ignition party on Tuesday night and the yes. service mate party on Wednesday night and the after party on Thursday night. Just parties. So, Just so if, many parties. if you're looking to spend some time with the two drunk accountants, we're sp- looking to spend some time with you at any three of those mm. things. So we'll be running around on the days with our microphones, interviewing people and just having a great time and, and getting a lot of great information from all those keynote speakers. Um, but at the nighttime, you'll see us in full vibe, relax mode. So mm. if you want to come have a chat, um, that's where we'll be. Pretty keen. Pretty keen. I mean, if I win my AFL final this weekend, Dan, mm. I'm going to have to be very careful with my activities next mm. week. That's true. Nah, who cares? Let's just go. Screw Let's just go big. Go Otherwise big. We're going home, Dan. Oh, if you miss the semi, that's fine. You can make the grand final. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I might just tell the coach. I'm going to tell you this week off. Sorry. Yeah. Zero con. <laughs> but if well, you win, I'll see you at the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's finish with that topic right there. You, you, you done, Tim? I'm done. Same. All right. My other thing this week, Tim, I've got something to show you. Nice. <laughs> you did not wash it again. I washed it. This is oh. my this is my puffer jacket. Look at the puffiness, Tim. Look how puffy this bad boy is. This is this is more puffy than it's ever been. Ooh, look at that puff. Look at that puff. Tell me that's not... Look at that. That, honestly, that hurts me. I can't even wear it today. It's too hot. Like, it's too hot to wear my puff jacket. By washing that once again, I feel so much spite towards (laughs) you right now. Well, Tim, this is the third time I've washed it. And each time it's come out super puffy. So... (laughs) I just want to give another other thing shout out to washing your puffer jacket correctly and not walking around like a grub. Like Tim, no wonder he got COVID months before I did. It's like, <laughs> like, is there a correlation? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Uh, I don't have an scientific answer. Scientific correlation? Yeah. Tim okay. not washing his jacket. Tim gets COVID. Question? No. Yeah. No. It had been a little while since I'd washed this and I wore it and I got COVID. So 
You know what ha- what happens when I need to wash my puffer jacket? Um, what? I buy a new one. Because <laughs> well, I'll never. Way to be sustainable, wash that Tim. Jacket. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- that's just unsustainable. Never. Do you know what my um, Do you know what my best ability is, Tim? <laughs> what is it, Dan? Sustainability. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yours isn't. You're th- you're throwing out jackets every time it gets dirty. All right. Uh, you, you, that's why we're running out of merch. Every time Tim's shirt gets dirty, he just burns it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so good. Mm. That's so good. Anyway, yeah. do you have another thing? Um, is it see. pregnancy related? Because <laughs> <I probably> <laughs> you do run in themes generally. If it's not pregnancy, it'll be something else you're doing renovating. Mm. I've got one actually for you. This okay. is actually a tight yeah. ass tip. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A tight ass tip away. for you. Um, if you want to cool your house down, um, cut a hole out of the roof and don't patch <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, it's going to make no sense. Yeah. But uh, you can also see there's no cornice on the walls here. Yeah. Me. Look at that. <laughs> That's me. This is all being fixed tomorrow. The yeah. plaster are coming in. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm in my lounge room at the moment and mm. people who have seen me stand in this spot before, will know there used to be a wall behind me. Mm-hmm. It's always been that fireplace, but there was a, there was walls behind me and we've taken those down. Looks Very so exciting. much better. does, hey, look how open that is. It looks great. It's good. You won't yeah, know yourself stoked. when that's all done. We're really stoked with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're going to have to make a bit more mess tomorrow, unfortunately. But it'll be good. We finally get these cornices on on the walls. Nice. There's not just big gaps between the roof mm. and our wall. Oh, that'll look good. Um, have, have you got another thing? I stole your no, other that's thing. A good other, that's a, a good, good other, other thing, thing Dan. Yeah. yeah, renovations. Nice. Mm, we're getting there. <laughs> they are getting there. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to catch up with us, go to ZeroCon next week. We'll be there. But otherwise, two drunk podcast at gmail.com, two drunk accountants on all the social medias. Um, uh, go to our website, twodrunkaccountants.com.au, where our stuff will go live pretty soon. I've been editing away in some of those things this week, and uh, it's yeah. looking pretty good. It's looking it pretty, looking good, pretty, pretty good. Mm. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will calculate. Bye.